Welcome to Mouth Feelings, the podcast where we talk about the stuff you put into your mouths and the feelings that come out of them. I'm Ty Burrell. I'm Johnny Meeks. I'm Julia Meltzer. I'm Mel Cowan. I'm Joel Spence. We are at part two of Listener Potluck. Uh, part one was a delightful collection of bagels with cream cheese and lox and... Ritz cracker with the her mother's spread. <laughs> mother's like a, spread. Like a cottage cheese dip. Yeah. Cottage, cottage cheese, cheese dip. dip. Yeah. And uh, some uh, an octopus recipe that um, got all of our stress out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we are at part two. This is uh, um, an interesting collection of <laughs> breads. <laughs> this I, is think, a very I just want to say to yeah. the listeners, if you haven't listened to part one, you should go back and listen to it because we're going to be continuing some bits probably. <laughs> yeah. And point. you're not going to know what That's we're a talking good point. about. Yeah. Yeah. Don't miss part right? one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Johnny, we don't Johnny, know if Johnny's right. Johnny, come yeah. out Area 51. Johnny, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, what's up, Joel? That Area 51 bit was not with this group. It was with a different group. So you can't just do another bit and just assume everyone knows about it. Was it was for our, our other podcast? Yeah. With Dave and Samantha? Dave no. And Samantha. Who are Dave and Samantha? Oh, don't worry about it. What? We're wow. supposed to be having a private conversation. <laughs> oh, sorry. Joel said, sorry, come over sorry. here. Sorry, sorry. We you guys are just so in. loud. <laughs> All right, who's first here? Should we do the save or the breakfast or the... I've eaten most of the things already, yeah. so you How tell me. the cinnamon toast? Let's talk about cinnamon toast. Mm. All right, this baby. Is, dig in while I have already eaten it <laughs> and I find the thing. Okay, so uh, first off, apologies. The cinnamon toast is not perfect because we kind of had to make it a while back, but it's it's still it's very good. bread and it's butter and yummy. sugar mm-hmm. and cinnamon. So, okay, this is from uh, listener Ashley Zelvis. Uh, uh, says a bunch of nice things. Uh, she says she's talking about laughing too loudly, which causes disruption to her coworkers. Fuck your coworkers. Laugh as loud as you want, Ashley. Um, uh, but she, she works at a community. funeral home. Yeah, well, <laughs> look, it's a depressing job. You got to make it light. Um, she talks about cinnamon toast uh, and what, what, what it was being a favorite treat as a child on a cold winter's day. Um, whether it was in the morning, coming in from playing in the snow or before bed, it was always warm and comforting. Uh, and she gives a simple recipe. Uh, it's white bread, toasted golden brown, uh, butter, sugar, and cinnamon, baby. Um, I the, she she has some ratios. I freestyled it, um, but basically, it's a lot of all of the above <laughs> on bread. And you butter it generally. Uh, you mix the cinnamon and sugar together. You sprinkle that over the buttered toast. She did suggest serving with hot chocolate, which I didn't get just because it's uh, still. 85 degrees out in California. So I, I, I apologize, Ashley. I did not uh, give the Mouth Feelings crew the full cinnamon toast experience, but uh, it's great. I, I, I jumped on doing this one because, I, and I think I've talked about this before, but my grandmother would make cinnamon toast in, that, like, in the um, toaster oven, uh, and uh, that was always a, a huge, huge treat. She did it perfectly, mm. and I, uh, I was, it, was, it was nice to get to try it again. And that's the way you did it too, right? In the toaster yeah, oven? Yeah, or? definitely. Yeah. Then the butter melts into the bread. Yes. Yes. And I think that's key. If you that do it key. in a toaster, you're applying the butter later. later. Uh-huh. Yes. And, it doesn't and, melt. <laughs> right. And what I did, for some reason, the way this, the, the way this uh, either the bread or the butter, um, it kind of just went 
in one area. I feel like I, my grandmother's, maybe it's because the bread, it, it would usually spread out more. So yeah. I, I added more butter later. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, to kind of get more of a, a buttery thing. And then, and then, yeah, you just put a shit ton of cinnamon sugar on it. This was our family's bagel and cream cheese. This was my brother. I, I loved it. My brother, I think he's made of this now because he made <laughs> so much. And he's kind of a picky, finicky eater. But that this is this hits everything for him. I think he still eats it to this day. But he had a lot of it growing up. And it was always like a reliable thing for him. Cinnamon toast in our family was a generally, if memory serves, and it also is very much for our kids a uh, you got a boo boo food. Oh wow! Um, so any so kind your of your mouth feeling is like tears right now. I mean, you can see right now is uh, like it wasn't, but it wasn't an actual. Serious injury because serious injury earned you a milkshake. Oh, uh, cheers. like stitches got you a milkshake. Um, oh, man, a banged up, That's dangerous, a banged up, uh, you know, skinned Shin. elbow yeah. got you uh, cinnamon toast. So it was, you know, like prisoners, you'd go out and just scuff it up, <laughs> just like shooting yourself in the leg to get out of the army. Yeah. Scuff it up. Let's go scuff it, it up, dude. Hey, bro. Hey, bro, you want to go scuff it up? Let's go scuff it up. I'm hungry. Hell yeah. <laughs> that, that's my, and I wonder if it's because I'm a girl, but I don't, if I did something like that, I think I would have gotten in, I, it would have been like, what were you doing that, that, that you did that? You didn't get the I would not get sympathy. For, I would not get sympathy. Well, I think your parents you are hurt. probably smarter than we are because <laughs> I'm clearly rewarding my kids for falling over. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get in here. You got bad balance like daddy. Uh, you got bad balance just like your old man. That's your sixth sixth fall today. I'm so excited for your future in physical comedy. Those fireworks blew up in your face. Come here, have some cake. Get some cake in here. Who cares about evolution? Uh, <laughs> uh, he's frequently bringing up how little he cares about evolution. <laughs> This is also one of the first things, I think the very first thing that my kids learned how to make on their own. Mm. I, I, I suspect mm -hmm. that's true. A lot of yeah. kids, like the first mm. thing you can make that's sort of safe enough yeah, and simple enough for you to do. So they do it too much. They make it <laughs> too much. <laughs> they, that did remind me, though, this one time, I feel I regret it, but I was young. Um. I was part of this the neighborhood swim team, uh, or my mom signed me up for it, and she, with great sense of optimism, signed me up for a team that, for the level that knew how to swim, and I wasn't in that category yet. <laughs> I was in the sort of, he doesn't die in the pool kind of category, like he can float around and move. And so the first day that I went, Got in the lane. It was like swim practice. And I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know. It was just like you had to watch this big clock and at every point. But like the 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 other kid next to me was like, they were all like one or two years old, older than me. Full on was like, you're doing it wrong, dude. You know, <laughs> so I immediately cried, got up and left and just hung out. And then 
and then I think the next day I I the next day I pretended to go in and and then just hung out outside the pool and waited until she came and picked me up. The third time, this is rough memory, but she was going to escort me in and I put up the biggest fuss that it was the worst thing ever because I was so humiliated I didn't want to go back. <clears throat> but I do remember her like her last defense going, "I'll give you a coke." <laughs> 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 didn't work <laughs> I did not even want to do it for a coke later on she got me a private swimming lesson and then put me in the age of age appropriate level that I should have been in and I met Jason who's been my longest free like I remember that just getting into the lane feeling scared that it was all going to happen again and he was my lane partner and we were fast friends and it was all oh that's free. amazing Aww. Did you ever get that Coke? <laughs> eventually. Eventually. Nice. <laughs> yeah, should we go on to the... Oh, sure. Let's do it. Provolone? Pro provolone? Yeah, let me, pontoons? Let me provolone pontoon. <laughs> Call that up real quick. <laughs> Such a good name. It's really very is. good. Very good. Uh, <laughs> it may not reflect at all his grandfather's personality. Uh, no, I, his description, his, he calls him a sweet guy. Um, okay, so uh, everyone's trying. Again, I already ate mine because uh, I'm a monster. Um, I ate uh, mine too. Corey. I'm also a monster. Yeah. You're not uh, a monster. Corey Belstein's <laughs> Italian Pops Poolside Pepper Provolone Pontoons. Uh, that name is courtesy of one Joel Spence. Um, and uh, Corey actually sent in a couple things. Uh, and uh, But yeah, so his, his recipe is essentially it's uh, bread, uh, sharp, uh, imported provolone and then roasted red bell peppers and uh, gotta get the good bread though. Gotta get a good bread, Italian. good you know, uh, uh, and uh, yeah, good imported stuff and then uh, yeah, roast those red red bell peppers. He he suggests fresh. You can do jar, but do the do the fresh. Come on. Uh, and he talks about his uh, grandfather who was a uh, um, who he called Pop, and these were served poolside in suburban Cleveland. Uh, Grandpa was a second generation uh, immigrant from from Sicily. And would serve these as uh, snacks to him and his friends. Um, and uh, he would bring these out in a tray with cold bottles of cream soda. Cheese would warm in the sun. Peppers were from his garden. Oh. Uh, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, he talks about how his, uh, his, his grandpa was a sweet guy. And, you know, his mouth feeling now is sort of a nostalgia, <clears throat> missing those carefree summer days. Uh, and at the time, his mouth feelings included embarrassment. You know, his, his grandma thought... He should serve uh, his you know, grandpa should uh, serve American snacks like individual bags of chips or cookies. And at the time, I tended to agree. But many things like this rustic snack that embarrassed me as a kid or teenager turned out my friends thought were cool and unique. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, screw chips and cookies. This is this is great. What a cool what a much cool, better. These are cool, cool side snack. Much better. I love these yeah. so much. This combination, just the simplicity of the the peppers. Mm -hmm. This is where Italian, uh, Italy shines so totally. much. This kind of yeah. uh, what do you, we call it? the antipasta kind of yeah yeah yeah. Uh, and I drizzled like I, I um, roasted red peppers obviously in, in olive oil, but then drizzled a little bit of the the red pepper olive oil in there too. Mm -hmm. mm. Um, Tasty. I feel like there's a big topic here, and we may have covered it, but I don't know if we covered it quite from this angle, which is foods that you were embarrassed by. As yeah. a kid, not foods that, you know, you grew up eating and didn't know that other people didn't eat, yeah. but that you were actually self-conscious of mm -hmm. as a kid. Yeah. 
like that's that, more specific. That, I think. Yeah, yeah, that you're that you're you knew that you knew was something that other kids thought was weird. Do you guys have any of those? Uh, I this is like slight. Yeah, this is it. Because when I was in elementary school, we lived in Connecticut, and there were few few Jews as opposed to New York City with all the Jews. And we, <laughs> all the Jews I, in New York City, few non-Jews, Connecticut, few Jews. <laughs> and in my elementary school, we had an international day and um, my mom, everyone had to bring the food of their ancestors. Oh, yeah. And um, my mom, who is not Jewish, um, sent us in with challah and the little sign that she wrote on it for country. She wrote Jewish diaspora. And, oh, that's amazing. And I was like eight or something. And I remember being like, what is that? Like, what is a diaspora? And then she was like, okay, let's sit down. And then she explained uh, the Jewish diaspora to me. Wow. Ooh. That's, that's that, amazing. That's pretty heavy for International Day when yeah, you're eight. I know. Yeah. Wow. You thought this was just an, an extra way to get snacks. And yeah. you got a lot of, lot of knowledge that day. I sure did. I have a memory. <laughs> that does sound like that's the name of the dish. Jewish diaspora. Can I have some more of that Jewish dis- yeah, diaspora, yeah. please? <laughs> Is that good on bread? Or <laughs> I have a vague memory of uh, a neighbor down the street uh, when I was a kid, and his parents had a Kentucky Fried Chicken chain. Uh, uh, a franchise. Franchise, yeah. franchise. And his dad would come home with a bucket of beautiful Kentucky fried chicken. Gorgeous. It was just gorgeous, 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 erotic <laughs> Kentucky fried chicken. Real fuckable fried chicken. You know what I mean? Um, and it was just, you know, we didn't have a lot of money. We didn't eat out. We ate out once a month. Usually the day my dad, dad got paid, you know, that would be the day the denial was strong enough to go yeah. eat out in a restaurant. <laughs> yeah. They were flush. <laughs> got my wages. Um, yeah. Um, so that kind of thing just never really came into our house. And it was every night. I realize now looking back, it was a miserable existence to have Kentucky Fried <laughs> Chicken in your every night, probably, yeah. you know, just like because it was free, I'm sure, and all yeah. that. But I had him over to our house after having like two meals of Kentucky Fried Chicken. And my mom made a perfectly fine meal. I don't even remember what it was, but it, I was just mortified that it wasn't fried, ch- fried chicken <laughs> oh. or from something that had a brand on it. You know, it was like, yeah, this yeah. one's just made with love by her hands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Don't tell anybody about this, please. Yeah. I have a very similar thing that my mom is a great cook, uh, and I always loved her food, but I think it was kindergarten where it was my birthday, and she wanted to make cupcakes and i was so upset demanded that we get store-bought ones because of the status you know like yeah in my mind it was about status it wasn't about yeah the the much better yeah yeah oh wow (laughs) how what did did you did you get the store-bought ones oh yeah my mom enabled everything for me no (laughs) she was also like wait a minute I don't have to. That's yeah, true. Slave it's over like she's off the hook. I can just, yeah. I can just go down to the Walmart. But sure, okay, yeah. great. I would feel. I would feel the. I f- would feel the reverse mm. because I, uh, like my mom can't cook or anything, and 
worked when I was little. So I all my, I would be embarrassed about the store bought whatever yeah. to the bring to the party or to the Girl Scout meeting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, no, I don't think I had anything. Um, <laughs> I, I think there's another there's another topic though. If if uh, if that one has run its course, but uh, <laughs> clearly it has. Yeah, sorry. It's I, been a I, lot of bread. Yeah, yeah everyone's a little. little yeah, sorry. yeah. I'm, I, I don't. I don't really remember anything that was. I think that there's even an episode though of like, um, uh, what is the food that you grew up with that was actually passed down, uh, from right. you know from from ge- your generational or, or specific ethnicity. Mm-hmm. I love that this was just a kind of like poolside snack, but. Clearly had traces yeah, to all the way to Sicily. Yeah, to Sicily. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, like, and yeah, there, there's there is a complicated element to it. There's there's generational. There's mm-hmm. uh, the there's a little bit of the immigrant story. But yeah, and in addition, there's also just grab these things, throw it in this bread, and eat it, and it's great. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. so yeah, this casual, was, uh, and so it's easy. like for him, it's not even cooking. It's like just this is how you eat. This is how you enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I yeah. love that. That, that is probably. <laughs> From his uh, his grandpa's garden, yeah, yeah. yeah what like what what mm-hmm. what better snack is yeah. is there? He probably um, had a provolone tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Corey also sent in. Uh, uh, this is obviously not a recipe, but just something that he has a, a, a fun fun association with, it, which is uh, Royal Crown Cola RC Cola. Um, and and uh, Corey is actually a um, a food scientist. I believe that's correct. He he studies and has a career in sensory science. Um, a group in Cleveland in the 80s and early 90s. Older brother uh, used to gather a few friends for cola t- tasting. <laughs> and, uh, you know, in the era of Coke and Pepsi, we knew there were more contenders. They actually got people to bring colas from other uh, uh, countries and, you know, the travels. Uh, uh, weird organic stuff that was uh, uh, natural colas of the time when there were not even things people cared about. Save the, he, he wish he had saved the ballots, but he does remember one thing because RC Cola always won. Hmm. They must have had four or five full blind cola taste offs and RC Cola wow. always won. Wow. Um, I do like it. I yeah, think really like it. It's, it's less it's, sweet. Yeah, it feels yeah. smoother again like Pacifico was. Mm-hmm. Um it's yeah. not just because it won. I think yeah. I I took a sip and I was like that it was that's not like tasting Coke now mm-hmm. for me. It doesn't mm-hmm. have that bite which yeah. is right. so, sometimes like a like a a, co- a Coke bite is kind of what you want. Mm-hmm. But this is actually more drinkable because like yeah. it, it it's it's less chemically or less. Oh God, I bet this is good with drink with like little, Jack Daniels in it or something. Ooh. Something yeah, kind little, of little little, little, uh, little yeah. yeah uh, oh, crown and ro- royal crown. Ro- crown royal. Oh. Crown royal. Crown royal. Crown and crown. Crown and crown royal. Crown and crown. Um, and uh, we'll post this on uh the Facebook page. Um, but uh, he also uh, sent a, a, an article called The Tragic History of RC Cola, which I will not attempt to s- summarize, but uh, th- this has a remarkable story. Uh, it is. They, it was uh, established in 1905 and was, uh, uh, there's all kinds of good stuff in there, so I would recommend it. I bet there's a conspiracy. I'm just saying. I bet there's well, a conspiracy there are some in there. conspiracies. Area 51. Am I right? There it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and, and Corey included a PS. Uh, we're proud to say the Browns Stadium just signed a deal with RC Cola. Winless Browns? No matter. Delicious Cola. Right. right. That's right. Yeah, it's they, a Texas thing, right? Uh, no. 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 It's uh, uh, you're, Texas you're, on the back. You're thinking of Dr. It? Pepper. It, it might, it, it might be. Texas on the back. Is it? Yeah. Was it started? Uh, in? Uh, bottled under the authority of Dr. Pepper 7-Up. 
Oh, I bet it has been bought by the Dr. Pepper folks. But gotcha. I, I don't think. But the good folks at Dr. Pepper. Yeah. Um, the Peppers. Yeah, it's a very it's a very smooth drinking where, cola. Where it's really was great. It started, do you know? Um, I will. We're going to take a moment for me to pull up this. Johnny's got a phone right within reach, but we'll we'll do it for you. I just thought you might know offhand. No, that's no, a and good I, point. I, that's a good I, point. I glanced at it very quickly and I forgot the the particulars. Um, yes. so da, 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 its uh, roots go deep in the south. Uh, it has a presence internationally in countries such as Estonia, Thailand, and Iceland, and it's currently one of the top-selling soda brands in the Philippines. Oh, um, yeah. but. To answer your question, actually, uh, uh, like its main rival, Coca-Cola, uh, RC Cola uh, started in Columbus, or it started in Georgia in the town of Columbus. Hmm. And it was a disagreement with Coca-Cola, in fact, that led a man named Claude Hatcher to develop what would become, would become the Royal Crown. Cola Another great company. name, Claude Hatcher mm-hmm. and Mac Jackson. Jackson. Mac yeah. Jackson. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, Dixon and Jackson. Oh, that's a great show. <laughs> that's a detective show. I don't show what it's about. I'm yeah. gonna watch it. Hatch and Jacks. Which one's the dog, though? <laughs> well, they both are. <laughs> yeah. Soul. Yeah. And they always have to begrudgingly answer that. Which one of you is the dog? <laughs> we, we both, both are. are. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Or you're like, that's actually really offensive. Yeah, that's incredibly offensive. Not one of us has to be a dog. Can we right. stick to the work, we can please? Just be partners. Yeah. <laughs> why do yeah, why do you have to identify us? Are you gonna label us as dogs? We're not just dogs. <laughs> part of the dogs, yes. part of the history of RC Colo is Nehi. I think that was the company mm. that uh, he first started. Do you guys remember Nehi's? Yeah, it's a crossword frequent. Crossword puzzle answer. Oh, yeah. is it? Yeah. R- Radar O'Reilly likes great knee highs. Oh, right? uh, yeah. How's your MASH fan fiction going? Do you want to hear some of it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> What's the latest one you're working on? Uh, this is Klinger and Radar. <laughs> and they they actually are on the, the USS Enterprise with Spock and Kirk. <laughs> oh, oh, it's a mashup. Uh, it's a get up. It's a mash. <laughs> is it, does it mash up? <laughs> Does it? Does it? <laughs> took me a second. Sorry. Um, does it lean towards the uh, comedy side or the dramatic side? It's like a two on two up there. It leans on the very sexual side. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna answer. I'm gonna, a forehander, if you know what I mean. <laughs> forehander. Thanks for reading it in for those notes, Mel. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah. No, it's. It is. It is neither comedic nor dramatic. It it's is, all sexual. It is pornographic to the extreme. I wouldn't uh, say pornographic. I'd say erotic. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, you, you can say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> very, very. Those are some sexy. graphic scenes. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we move on to uh, seven layer <gasps> cookie? Seven layer oh, cookie. Seven layer cookie. Um. Oh, should, no, should we move on? Okay, so these are from Joanna Luton, and um, she made them to get a Girl Scout badge, oh. and then mm. they became like a staple in her family. Wow. So, and I made them, and I'm so worried about them. They're delicious. They're, They're amazing. Good. Okay, good. They're so good. Good. I say with a full mouth. <laughs> um And... So I would like to know about any scouting experience and if like 
the you know the moment when if you remember any tradition starting any if you remember the beginning of any food tradition mm. um i have something but i'm i'm fascinated by what what is in, what is in these oh things. yeah Duh. beans okay. i'll lettuce, post a recipe it's um the, the, like i've had a maybe a quarter of this and i am yeah, done. Like, yeah. i'm soaring oh, right now Graham cracker and butter is the bottom mixed together. Graham cracker crumbs and butter. Then it is um, a can of sweetened condensed milk. Mm. Then butterscotch chips. Wow. Then semi-sweet chocolate chips. Wow. In retrospect, like if you did full sweet chocolate chips, that would be wild. Mm -hmm. This is so sweet. It's delicious. And then a bunch of coconut shredded coconut uh -huh. and then um the recipe just said chopped nuts and i picked pecan good choice it, great choice it all worked out everything worked out this is really good this is it's so, so good, good. It's but just, it's <clears throat> dense with it's, it is oh. dense with flavor and sugar, sugar. Mm -hmm. i uh, was a weebelow you were a weebelow is that a baby boy scout it's yes a, it's, it's a cub above cub scout it's below boy scout oh, okay mm -hmm. oh I don't think I remember that. Didn't really like it. I was I, just, I was kind of the same. I like your your swimming experience. I basically had the 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 same version of it at, at a Boy Scout camp. My fr a friend of the family, um, like his his son was like an Eagle Scout, went through the whole thing, and uh, in an ill advised attempt to make something approaching a man of me, they kind of like tried to get me to hang out with with this kid and his dad. And man, this this like the uh, the dad was so nice, like tried to teach me tie knots, and then like I went to scout camp, and they they tried to teach me to swim, and they tried to teach, me, and it was it like they I I actually still have like little it was very sweet, uh, uh um, but they I kind of ended up getting like sort of a private lesson from one of those like like older older guys. And it was so clear I had no business doing doing this, and was Private very lesson in what swimming. Oh, swimming! Uh, and he like, and at the end of it, like, I, but I, I would go every day and like try to get better, and I was still shitty. But he like drew a little picture of of me, uh, and gave it to me on the last day, which was very sweet. And then this other, I think this is like they're also trying to teach me how to, to tie knots. I couldn't do that, <laughs> but they like somebody actually like made me like a little like uh, like a little wood thing. It was very. It was very sweet. Everyone was very, very nice to me because I think they recognized that I was just meat for bullies. They were just like, oh boy, he he might not make it out of here. So let's we use him for chum. Yeah. To get other bullies yeah. to show up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's melt like guys. Bully chum, I guess. Bully yeah. chum. Yeah. 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 yeah, you'd throw him out of the boat just to get more bullies yeah. in the boat. Yeah, like, like, like moms see him and they want to wedgie him. I don't know. It's, it's, <laughs> it's weird. Like he brings, out, uh, he brings out a very specific mean streak in, in, in people. Yeah, because yeah, I remember like the, the other kids in the, there were like older kids who were just oof. They, and I remember like, I remember asking this older kid named Lance, uh, like just I hate him already. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was yeah. not great. But I remember I was like, "Why are you so mean to me?" <laughs> I just straight up I was like, right. "I just like what?" Because I because I never really encountered bullying yeah. before. Like I, I think I was just it's in baffling. My, it's in my, baffling. Yeah, 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 in my own head or, or whatever. And like I was fine up to that point. But like getting thrown into this new group, they 
handed me my ass. And I was just like, I, I, and I didn't have an, I didn't have enough sense to just like take it or run away. Or I was like, what is happening? Why are you doing this to me? And, and he really kind of thought about it for a second. He was just like, I don't know. I just, I just don't like you. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'll appreciate your, appreciate your candor. Let's get back to hanging me up on this blackboard or whatever the fuck we're doing. He's like, I, I don't. Really great straight manning. And I think his justification could use a little work. Fair. Yeah. yeah. Fair. He's like, uh, yeah. You should take what if he's note. like, well, I, I lack power at home because I'm the youngest. And so I feel I need to assert dominance in any other way possible. And you're right in front of me and you seem, you sort of take it. Mm-hmm. And be like, oh, well, that would have been true. Well, what's funny about that justification? <laughs> yeah. 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 I'll tell you one thing, like I liked, I liked canoeing and all that stuff. And my dad and I were always sort of reluctant players in the whole scene. And I remember one canoeing trip that there was like, we were all taught uh, how to, you know, steer and, and, and paddle and all that. And there were these little rapids that we had to, we were taught how to do, and there were, we were the last pair, and we were felt like we did everything else okay, but for some reason we just got turned around and went down the rapids backwards <laughs> the entire time, and both my dad and I just did not feel that was a fail at all, even though everyone was laughing at us. We were like, that's what we are. You just sell it, sell yeah. it. But I like for some like you can always just sort of <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's see you assholes do this. Um, we did that on purpose. Oh, yeah. What? Go forward? Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We want to go the easy way. Canoeing's easy. Where do we land? Um, but I liked, for some reason, like, uh, there was like an architecture unit. Like, it was just like one of those things where each father took everybody to their workplace. And one of the fathers was an architect. And so, and I was like fascinated by the building that he was making. But one, uh, my father and another uh, father, they were both doctors. And so the unit that they did was the uh, first aid, the recessa, Annie and recessa, whatever. And there was a test at the end. And I didn't really care about anything. I was sort of like a, a student that was rather would rather fuck around than really do anything. I didn't do well on the test. But the the guy who was announcing all the grades was also another father who wasn't a doctor and he this asshole said and joel who's a doctor's son got a 58 and rob who's also another doctor's son got a 36 you know and whatever whatever the grades were and i remember looking at my dad and him just sort of seething yeah not at me yeah, but just at what this asshole did to right. the, everybody, and right. to try to make this point about how you didn't need to be a doctor's son, right? And, all. and that was it. That was it. I think we were done after that. <laughs> that would sure. do it. Yeah, yeah. that's um, yeah. my dad was was not a hippie in any way, but I mean, not in com- completely. He was sort of a halfway there, yeah. and he would really planted his flag, uh, no pun intended. On, on certain issues, and one of them was the Cub Scouts, and there was another organization that I can't remember at the time. He was convinced were ways of basically from you, when you're young preparing you to kind of follow along when there's a war, um, when you're older, you know, uh, pledging allegiance. Hitler and, Youth. Yeah, yeah exactly. Not wrong. I mean, yeah. And, yeah. And, and he really, he, I, w- I would beg to be in Cub Scouts, and he was like, 
You don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. Can't you see what they're That's doing? That's what the man is trying to tell you, <laughs> yeah. Don. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, mean, I, I was also I've you know met other people who've had amazing experiences yeah. in the scouts and clearly I, were I not like it, hawks. Yeah, yeah. Eagle scouts are yeah. cool. Yeah. yeah, very, very. Yeah. Yeah, like if you ever if you meet someone and they're Mm -hmm. like, "I'm an Eagle Scout," first of all, they don't talk. It's like you get deep into the conversation or the friendship before they reveal that they're an Eagle Scout. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, they had to work to get that. Yeah, they had to do shit. They're cool. It's Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I I know just the barest uh, uh, bit of, about it, but like it it is it is a no bullshit intense experience. So I, I think it boils down to like if you've got uh, good uh, uh, adults running it, yeah, yeah. it's going to be gonna a be good great, experience. Yeah. And, and if you've got fucking assholes, Lloyd's dad or whatever, <laughs> yeah, uh, then it's not going to be fun. Hey, uh, are you a friend of the bride or a groom? Both. Oh yeah, I'm a. The groom and I were Eagle Scouts together. We don't really like to talk about it, but like we we did it, and that's how we met. I don't know you, and the first thing you told about told to me about yourself was that you're an Eagle Scout, and that you don't like to brag about it. Area Fifty One, am I right? Scene, <laughs> <laughs> scene. Uh, no notes, guys. That was, yeah. that was great. Although, Julie, I don't know. Do you have any justification notes? Justification, a Captain. See? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. Um, what's your best thing, uh, Mel Cohen? Yeah, mm, go to somebody else because I haven't thought, thought of it through. Uh, Julia's gotten. Julia. It's my Instant Pot. I got an Instant oh, Pot. Oh, you're great. <laughs> They're hard to use. <laughs> That's not so instant. Yeah, it's like a little computer. Like there's just a lot of buttons. It's a big manual, but I did the practice where it was because of the chicken paprika, and I was like, "Hey, slow cooking's fun." Yeah. And then I so I got it, and uh, I did the test run where you boil water, and that went okay. (laughs) Just okay. (laughs) Except I didn't understand where the like pressure release valve was. Like where the outlet was, and I was looking over the top, and Justin was like, "Don't do that! Like here, look at the like warning picture. You're doing exactly what the illustration and the warning picture is saying not to do. Like, is going to come out. So, uh, yeah, is, well, is there a bullet stuck in yeah. the Pull that thing at the bottom. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's curve. an eject button. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, and then we pasta in it last night. It's so awesome. It's so fast. You what? My pasta. Oh, yeah. My pasta. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I'm going to make so much stuff in it. <laughs> Where can we find your blog? Uh, no, I'm not going to do that. Oh, damn it. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll just I'll report back on my feelings. Great. What mm-hmm. I got going on in the good. instant pot. Mm-hmm. Johnny, what's your best thing? My best thing is this listener potluck we just had. Mm-hmm. Great. Uh, what a fun thing. And thank you so much for sending in your your recipes, your your mouth feelings to us. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate it. We don't understand why you listen to this podcast, <laughs> <laughs> but we're grateful yeah. that you do. Ty, what's your best thing? Uh, very similar. My, my, my best thing is a listener potluck. It was really fun uh, trying out all these recipes. And my best thing is just... Uh, this daily, or excuse me, weekly uh, conversation that we have that we would probably be having over a meal anyway, uh, (laughs) 
in in our in the course of our lives and i love that um uh five to 60 people uh listen to it because <laughs> <laughs> it's really fun to do i really i love doing it uh what's your best thing joel spence uh <clears throat> well uh let me just quickly say this. We have one more mouthfeeling that we didn't mention, and that's uh, Karina Chiodo's uh, lukewarm Yoplait peach yogurt, which, uh, Karina, thank you so much for this. This was uh, her story is about her mom would pack the, the, the yogurt in her uh, lunch, and then uh, she didn't want to eat it there, and then she would wait until she got home and then feel bad about not eating it, and then she would strike, and it was an unpleasant uh, taste for her. We we're, we were we all decided to pass and take your word for it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we thank you uh, sharing us. That's our, that's our first negative mouthfeel I think we've ever gotten. Uh, uh, and my best thing was this is kind of corrupt or it's not kind of corrupt. Um, it was just telling that story about that dickhead who. Uh, in the the Weebolo, like that, that, telling that story about that guy that was so crappy to all of uh, to to me, to my dad, and to the other doctor's son, whoever that was, it made me feel good to just bring him alive and like punch him in the face. <laughs> yeah. And to see to see your reaction was like, oh yeah, that yeah, he was kind of yeah, well, I hate that guy. oh yeah, he's the worst. He's worse than Lance. Yeah, well, guys, no, <laughs> you didn't meet Lance. <laughs> yeah. Lance was Lance was a piece of shit. <laughs> One more quick thing. Ellen Clifford, we're going to get you in the next round. Yes. Because yeah. we need a recipe for your yeah, chocolate sauce. Yeah, we need a, sauce. a recipe for your chocolate sauce, which oh. goes in cocktails as well as Ooh, All right. Yeah. On Bluebell ice cream, which is a shout out oh, to Oh, my Blue goodness. Uh, yeah, that, that's exciting. Um, Mel, what is your best thing? Oh, thanks for asking. Uh, my best thing was uh, actually, um, in addition to uh, exactly what everybody else has said, the fun, fun this was, the certainly the amount of sugar coursing through me right now, <laughs> uh, I feel... Uh, invincible and shrill at the same time. <laughs> Somehow both that I can punch through bricks, but also I'm made of glass. Um, so it's a complicated. Um, I, I to 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 track down these RC colas, which are not inherently hard. Or not, they're not super hard to find, but you're not going to find them at literally every place you go. I specifically went to um, a, a Galco's soda pop stop. Uh, in Highland Park, it's a, in the institution. I don't know long, how, how long it's been there, but it's but it's many decades at this point. And it was just a fun trip. If you uh, find yourself over in Highland Park, I, I highly recommend it. It's got not only uh, all kinds of weird sodas that you've either heard of uh, um, uh, and haven't seen in a while or have never heard of and can try, but they've also got like old candy and weird like retro toys and beer and they make sandwiches. And it's just a cool place. I would check it out. And beer provided once again by Captain Cork. Uh, we don't take money from them, but we would. Um, uh, which always that that place always provides the random uh, beer and alcohol uh, choices that we. Captain do. Cork, we'd take money from, from you. you. <laughs> <laughs> and this next episode, this next segment is brought to you by Captain Cork. If they would ever pay us for it. <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to Mouth Feelings. The show is produced by Wedding Punch and Ryan Middledorf. Artwork is by David Blaze. 
Music is by Joel Spence, mixed by Jason Murgo, and that's Allison Phillips singing right behind me. Find us on Facebook at Mouth Feelings, or find us on Twitter and Instagram at Mouth underscore Feelings. And you can email us at mouthfeelings at weddingpunch.com. Hey, Batch Nation. It's Alex. And Sarah. And we've had so much fun recapping Becca's season of The Bachelorette that we obviously decided to cover the season of Bachelor in Paradise. Almost Episodes will air on ABC starting August 7th. And look for episodes from us, TTBP, every Thursday starting August 9th. Hopefully Grocery Joe doesn't find love. That way he's still on the market. (laughs) Get it? No. Campfire.